yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Amsterdam Talk, season four, episode six. Tonight, we coming all the way from the boot, from the bayou, you know, from, I guess you could say this will be uh, a bayou classic tonight. <laughs> so uh, we're bringing in New Orleans psychic medium, Kari Roy. How yes. You doing? How you doing, Miss Roy? I'm doing great. We just had Bayou Classic. It just passed. <laughs> yes, we just yes. had it. There were so many people in town. It gets so packed. It's great. I understand definitely for the Bayou Classic. Before we start, uh, you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I am a professional psychic medium based here in New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans, and I've been a professional psychic medium here for coming on 40 years. Uh, I have offices in uh, the Central Business District area of New Orleans, and I've been uh, started out uh, doing readings professionally in the mid-80s, uh, 1985. I was in my mid-20s at the time, and in 2025, it'll be 40 years that I've been doing readings here, and I started out... Um, in shops in the French Quarter doing mm -hmm. readings. Uh, I never did read on the square or do anything like that. I, I'm too bougie, so I always worked in shops. Okay. And uh, then uh, about 20 years ago, I went on my own. And uh, that's when I ended up uh, in the offices in the CV, in the Central Business District. And I just think I'm the luckiest person in the world to live in my wonderful city and do what it is that I love. And I used my own intuition to know that this was a good profession for me to create for myself. And so I listened to my gut feelings about what I should do as a career. And here I am still doing it. All right. So, you know, um, you said you started in the late eighties. So Mid, uh, mid 80s, so, yeah. So the mid 80s, the mid 80s. So you started yeah. with the mid 80s. So at that time, I guess when it became in the 90s, uh, with the Miss Cleos, the Dion, oh, Wolf, sure, the Latoya Jackson, what separates, oh, yeah. what separates you from them? Um, well, I, I'm not an actress, okay. So that's a big thing that separates, um, uh, Miss Cleo and Latoya were spokespeople. Okay. Um, and not necessarily actual readers, um, as was Dionne Warwick, as was, boy, there was a time there in the 90s that it felt like everybody and their grandma had a psychic hotline. Yeah. There were like a bazillion of them. I never worked, although I've done phone readings since the mid 80s, I never worked on psychic phone lines. Um, again, I'm too bougie. So I understand. It's just not, uh, it was never my style. Um, but I think that, uh, what makes me different from them is that I'm an actual reader and that's what I do professionally. So, okay. Okay. Because I, I, I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure because that's kind of with your, with your passion and what you do that, um, I guess it was somebody made a Miss Cleo movie a couple years ago, maybe a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen it. I've been wanting to see it. I don't watch television. So I know, I think it was Netflix or something did a Miss Cleo movie and I've been wanting to see it. There was also uh, a Walter Mercado who was also very famous in the Latin community 
um, as an astrologer and a reader and stuff. They made a movie about him too that was pretty wonderful. Okay, so okay, so we got past that. So, what actually is a psychic reading? What is it? A psychic reading actually? Well, what a psychic reading is is I always say it's an agreement between me and the person getting the reading, and uh, what. I do is I believe that everybody walks around with an energy around them. Some people might call it an aura. Um, some might call it your psyche. Some might call it your spirit, your soul. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that there are some of us that have a way of looking at things that we can see things around people. Um, some people use tarot cards. Some people use palms. Some people use other ways to do it. I'm just a pure psychic. And so I connect with people's energy and I start talking about things in their life that are important. Um, a psychic reading is about relationships. A psychic reading is about career. Um, romance and finance, I always say, are some of the two top things that people want to know about in a psychic reading. Okay. So in the psych, so there's a difference between a psychic reading and a psychic medium reading. Yes, a medium is somebody who can connect with people that have passed. Um, so that's a little different skill set. I would say that uh, pretty much every medium um, should also be psychic and every psychic could be medium as well. Um, but it is a slightly different skill set. And medium is just really connecting with the departed and bringing clients peace of mind and connection. Okay, so when you're doing these mediums and you're bringing back the departed, is it like the physical, well, not the physical, because I know it's not physical, it's more mental. Yeah. Is there a spiritual presence actually in the room? You feel the spiritual presence. Yes, you do feel the spiritual presence there. I often say that somebody walked in, walked in with the person because that's how it kind of feels to me. When somebody comes in my office and sits down in front of me, I can feel, you know, the people that are still around them that are watching over them. Um, our loved ones, they cross and they're in a beautiful place, but they also continue to watch over us here and are often, uh, they act like guardian angels for us. Okay, so they act like guardian angels. So if I were to come down to um, New Orleans and I walk into your office, you'll be able to feel if somebody was actually walking in with me. Yeah, yeah. And for most people, actually, you've got somebody with you. Um, we all have guardian angels. Everybody does. We can all look at instances in our lives where things just turned that, you know, happened that were almost miraculous. And it's like, wow, you know, my guardian angel was looking out for me or something. Okay. So as you're doing these medium readings and you get in your information, um, is the actual spiritual person actually giving off energy, like telling you something to tell that person that's actually still living? We get relay. Uh, we do relay messages from um, what generally what spirit wants us to know is that, you know, they they love us. They they watch over us. Um, those are most of the messages really have to do with our well-being here. Um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, they watch over us in a way that is very protective and loving. Okay. So I guess my only example that's coming to my head, I'm guessing kind of like, uh, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and ghosts. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's you, a very sweet, it, that's a very, very sweet um, scene there in that film. Yeah, you I guess you figured like I was going to go there. That's the only thing I can think of as far as, you know, things of that nature, um, as far as like a medium that way, um, that scene in Ghosts. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, great scene um, where Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, just reaches through and connects with her while she's doing the pottery, right? Right. Um, that's such a beautiful scene. And and then Whoopi Goldberg, girl, you're in danger. Right. You know, very, very loving film. I really liked that movie. Yeah, it was a, it was a good film. So, okay, so we covered what a psychic reading is and then what the psychic... Uh, medium reading is so what is like the pure psychic reading a pure psychic reading is really somebody uh connecting with another person without using things like tarot cards or palm or crystal ball or any kind of devices a uh, pure psychic reading is just a psychic sitting there reading somebody who's sitting across from them or is on the phone with them. Um, I never can quite understand how people do text readings and email readings. That's, I don't feel like I can connect with people that way, but by phone or in person, mm -hmm. a pure psychic reading is we as readers just connect with the people and can see the opportunities that are coming for them in the future, the dynamics of relationships in the present, uh, solutions to dilemmas that people have been bothered with can come through us as readers, as psychics, as looking in their lives. Okay. So it's very practical stuff. All right. So on your Instagram, of course, everybody that comes on the show, we, we dig in your background, we find out what's going on. Yeah. So, there's been a lot of talk about Mercury retrograde. Yes. But here, you stated from September 4th through the end of the year, it's Jupiter. Jupiter is retrograde. Jupiter is retrograde now, too. Yeah. Until um, the New Year's Eve, Jupiter's retrograde, which puts a lot of brakes on projects. It, it makes things hard to move forward. So is hard to move forward. So that's the difference between Mercury and Jupiter retrograde? Well, Jupiter really is about any retrograde means that it's going to stop things from moving forward. And what things are going to be, you know, problematic are based on what the planet is. Okay. And the planet Jupiter represents professional things, um, uh, luck, expansion, uh, projects, creative ventures that are big things. Um, Jupiter is is basically uh, the good luck planet of the Zodiac. And so for Jupiter to be moving backwards, everybody's been feeling a little stuck in things that they've been trying to launch, projects and things like that have been feeling a little hard. And they will probably until... New Year's Eve when Jupiter goes direct. Okay, so with everybody being stuck, so after New Year's Eve, it becomes New Year's Day. So everything that you're going through from September 4th through New Year's Eve, the first, it should, should be able, up. Yeah. It should lighten up, so it should be able to move forward. So what turns into January? What happens in January? Does it become like Saturn retrograde or? Venus well, retrograde? Mercury, Mercury is retrograde in, um, December, from December the 12th until New Year's Day, Mercury is retrograde, which brings its own little sets of problems um, to things like communications, um, electrical equipment, 
things like that can malfunction. Um, you don't want to sign big contracts during Mercury retrogrades. Um, you want to make sure that you dot every I and cross every T during a Mercury retrograde um, and have a plan B in your back pocket because things will change during a Mercury retrograde. Unexpected things happen. Um, and so that's the way you can prepare for a retrograde. But that isn't going to move forward until New Year's Day. So you have both Jupiter on New Year's Eve and Mercury on New Year's Day moving forward again which is going to give everybody a real push forward in their lives. You should start feeling more energized. You should start feeling more positive and optimistic about things. So I think that the early part of next year could actually start on a good note for us. Okay. So this is individually, like, is there anything like worldview or anything that may happen between now and to the end of Jupiter retrograde that you may say they put an impact that may well, save us. You know, the world has been going kind of crazy these days. If you look around you, it's it kind of supports the idea that retrogrades cause some issues to happen. Okay. And there have been retrogrades, there have been eclipses. Um, there has been a lot of heavy astrology going on and it plays out on the world stage. Mm -hmm. um, uh, hostages, uh, wars, uh, economic stress. It's all around us right now. I would say people are feeling people strung out. You know, people are very strung out right now. And so that is how it plays out on the world stage. Um, what I think is going to happen is I think that we're going to try not to blow ourselves up here. And so I think people will get serious about negotiations and trying to end some wars. Um, but war is a profitable thing. And so right. it takes a long time to try to end them once they've started. Okay. Now, I know we spoke before we came on the camera and she said, don't ask you anything about sports. And I'm not. It's just happened to have been an omen that's just going on with the Detroit Lions is that yeah. Yeah. Uh, with them is that anytime there's a waxing gibbous moon face, they okay. Can't, they can't lose or they, they can't win. They can't win. They lose. Oh, Every time yeah, they, yeah. Win, they lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. So is that actually real? Well, I think that um, if people believe things are real, they tend to become real. But um, I think that a, a waxing moon should be something that would help people, not harm people. That should be a helpful um, astrology, the waxing moon. The waning moon might give you some trouble, but a waxing moon ought to, ought to work for you. Um, so I'm not sure why they can't win. It would really depend on when that uh, the organization was founded to really know what that particular astrological chart is for that particular team. And so I'm assuming that because there is this saying that they don't win on the waxing moon, you know, that they can't win during that time, that that must be based on the actual origin of when that team was created, because that would be what you would need to know to be able to um, kind of tell something like that. Well, is it's been not when waxing on Sunday. It's just been waxing on Thursday. Every Thanksgiving they play, and when it's waxing, okay. it's automatic loss. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's 
that's something that probably has to do when the team was actually founded um, okay. that is in the chart of, of probably incorporation. In astrology, you can do a chart on when something is incorporated. And I'm sure the team was incorporated on a certain day at a certain time. And that would be how I would take a look at the team and chart where that team was going to go with wins and losses. Okay. All right. So is is you you kind of just stated based on a team and the team and losses when it's made about this moon. So if, if I was to come to you and we sat down and did a medium or reading or whatever, would you tell me bad things? Because most people think, you know, you come through psychics, they're doomsayers, they're just given full of bad news. Yeah, yeah, we kind of have a bad rap for that. And there are some psychics that are out there that do, you know, bring doom and gloom. And those psychics, if you ever go to a psychic and it makes you feel worse, just leave. Don't pay them. Just get up and go. A psychic okay. reading is supposed to make you feel better. A psychic reading is supposed to make you feel hopeful about your life, not, um, not frightened about it. Right. What a good psychic reading does is it brings some insight into areas of your life that have been confusing. It brings opportunities to light that you might not recognize without some kind of a heads up about them. Um, a good psychic reading is not supposed to say you've got a curse on you and um, this is going to be terrible. Again, if you're in a psychic reading and that happens to you, go, get up, go. If you're on the phone, hang up, don't continue because that's not the way it's supposed to be. We are there to um, attempt to bring healing to things, not harm. And so will I tell you bad things? I mean, people lose jobs, people break up, things happen. Um, but it should be presented to someone with a silver lining to it, because even things that happen that we don't really want to happen, like losing a job or breaking, having a breakup in a relationship, if you stick with it, you can often see where things happen for a reason and they can actually happen for your good. You just may not see it at the time. And so that's where a psychic comes in and helps is that I can take a look at this and say, wow, you lost this job. But that means that there's a better job that's going to come to you in April or whenever that's going to happen. And you give people some sense of hope and direction. OK. All right. That, sound, that, that sounds fair. That sounds fair. So is your in-person reading, how is it different from the on the phone reading? It's really not at this point. Um, I think it's a personal preference that people have. Some people feel better in person than they do on the phone. Some people feel better on the phone than in person. Um, I, I originally started doing phone readings because I had a client back in the 80s who was a businessman and he would travel overseas and he wanted to know if I could read for him uh, before he had a meeting when he was overseas one time. And I thought, sure, I'll try. And I did, and I was right. And so I started offering phone readings at that time. And there are a lot of people that will come to New Orleans and then 
want to get a follow-up reading for me after they've left and so they they don't always come here so they can do that by phone also people refer people to me that have gotten a reading with me and so not everybody can come here and so those they do by phone too okay so when i come down i'll definitely make myself to come over to 935 what's that gravier street gravier yeah gravier street yeah Gravity, the extreme center. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely going to make my way over there. So, um, you know, I know it's almost time to go, but you know, I've I've also heard about psychic parties. What 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 are they? A psychic party is really when a group of it's usually women, a group of women get together, um, a group of friends, bachelorette parties, things like that, um, where they want a shared experience. And so um, what we do for things like that is that we do do little mini readings, um, usually with tarot cards for events like that, because mm -hmm. for um, uh, events with, say, 15 people, it's people are only going to get like about a 10 minute reading. And so to try to kind of keep them focused, we'll often use cards for things like that. Not in a personal reading with me, a one-on-one -on -one reading with me, but on party uh, in party environments, uh, those are often used. And they're just a fun way to share an experience with your friends. Um, everybody uh, gets uh, uplifted. Um, it's a very positive experience. Again, it should be. A psychic reading should be something that makes you feel happier, not sadder. Um, so it's something that suits a party environment. And again, something like a bachelorette party, you've got 12 gals here visiting from all over the country and they just we go to their airbnb and do the readings there and it's just a fun time that that is a meaningful bonding experience got you got you all right but before we go you gotta yeah. give, you gotta give me a partial reading yeah you've always got a lot going on i really feel like you're always <laughs> You, I got you, a lot going on like what? You have a lot going on. Like I feel like you always have, do you have a lot of projects in the air usually? Cause it feels like you're always juggling things. I mean, as far as work, I got projects. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's the stuff that I'm seeing, but it looks like a very like, um, uh, important time for you with stuff with work. Um, mm -hmm. I keep feeling like going into January, actually things look pretty busy for you. But I, I see you doing a couple different things. Do you do a couple projects at work? Do you have things going on at multiple things happening at the same time? Yes. Because yes, it just yes. feels like a lot of juggling when I look at you. I'm seeing you and you're good at what you do. So you give a lot of yourself to it. And so I feel like there's a lot of I also do get travel. Is that something that you tend to like to do a lot? Because I see a lot of travel for you. Yeah, I like to travel. Yeah, I see a lot of it though coming up. Like this coming year, it does feel like there's going to be a lot of travel. Um, I also keep getting somebody with a strong E sound in the name. Um, it feels like somebody that you're um, very close to in your life currently. Do you have a, a ongoing relationship with somebody with a strong E sound? Doesn't need to start with it, just a strong E sound in the name. Like my name is Carrie. I keep feeling somebody with a strong E sound around you. Uh, it got to be last name or first name? 
it's it's just a strong e sound in the name, but it feels like it's an important relationship. Carry. You have a carry. Yes. You have a carry in your life. Yes, I have a carry in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be who it is because. And do you spend a lot of time with your carry? Yes, I do. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of good energy coming from that. Yeah. Like it feels like a lot of love. It feels very positive. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with Carrie and Hardy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of positive people around you. I feel like you're a very social person. I am. Yeah. I'm, I've been in multiple weddings in my life. I'm yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I get I get that um, person around you a lot. The the one with the E sound. I feel like that's a good relationship. Yeah. They got to go up and down. Up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is up and down, but that's okay. Everything's a mixed bag. But yeah. I think on the whole, it's very positive. Yeah. It, it's it's very positive. Um been going places. I mean, as far as that, you know, traveling, yes. You know, I've I'd love to go to Las Vegas, haven't been in a minute. Um, but I'm guessing you're saying I'm gonna go shortly. So you are gonna be traveling this year, yeah. 2024. Yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, I okay. feel good that I feel like that's gonna be a good year for you to get back into doing a lot of that. Okay, 2024. Yeah. We'll see what is that. your biggest area of concern in your life? What's the thing that gives you the most stress? Oh, what give me the most stress is yeah. just just not right now is basically not finishing my dissertation right now. Okay. All right. Okay. And that's that's something that I feel that's very Jupiter retrograde, mm -hmm. not feeling like you're finishing your dissertation. I would I would lay that right on the Jupiter retrograde. That is very typical thing for that. That would be explained by that. Um, and again, that's going to change in the beginning of the year. So I would really focus on whatever background work you need to do for the dissertation, because it feels like there's still some background stuff you need to do. Mm -hmm. And I would do that from now until the beginning of the year. And then from the beginning of the year going forward, I would do the more of the stuff that is really putting it together. Okay. So I feel like your year, you haven't done it yet, you know, but you're, you are going to pull this around and, and shift the direction of this so that you finish this. Okay. I believe I so see too. you finishing it. I see you finishing it. I hold you. I'm holding that vision of you finishing it. I believe so too. I hope so. Um, you will. You'll finish it. So, um, so basically, uh, I normally at this time I, I normally do an Abby Dan, but I don't have one tonight. And that's basically we just do something about relationships where uh, people have horror stories. They go on dates and crazy things happen. Nobody dies or anything like that. But unfortunately, we don't have one tonight because actually. Um, I want to give an actual shout out and a salute to one of our listeners passed away. One of our top listeners passed away last Friday. So definitely want to give a, a shout out and that you will be missed, Lisa. Um, you will be missed. That's all I can yeah. say. I mean, you know, you definitely will be missed. You used to watch every every Wednesday, every Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day we came on. You always watch. You always sit here. I'm here for the conversation. 
but you passed away on Friday, one of our top listeners, and I'm definitely give my condolences out to her family. They're definitely in my prayers. Yeah, sending sending good thoughts to the family and all who loved her. Right, definitely. But on that note, before we go, if anybody want to reach out to you, where can they reach you at and how can they book you? Thank you. They can reach me at my website, which is neworleanspsychic.com. Pretty mm -hmm. simple, just neworleanspsychic.com. Um, you can find me just by putting um, Carrie Roy in the search engine and I'll come up that way too. But uh, there's plenty of ways I'm pretty easy to find on the internet. So um, it would be a joy to connect with anybody who comes through this through you. That would be great. Okay. Um, I don't have a show next week, actually, because I will be traveling next week for work. <laughs> she just said it on the button. So next week we go. will not be on the air. So we'll be on the following week. I have to travel for work next week. So I know it's uh, traveling at different time zone and I know I'm not going to, uh, want to do it that late in a different time zone so uh thank you for coming miss curry roy you know you can oh, reach Rod, it was my pleasure my joy oh, thank you oh, always before we go though i gotta ask you have you ever had a you ever had a who's your biggest celebrity reading you had if you have oh one? i can't say that i'm not allowed to say that because i have to keep the confidence of the of the person that i've read Okay. I've read a lot of celebrities in my life, but I keep their confidence because it's being a psychic. It's kind of like being a priest or an attorney. You've got a uh, client privilege. And so I, I keep it uh, quiet for their discretion. All right. We'll leave it that way. So we'll see you in two weeks. So answer that talk. And I, like I said, at the end of every show, I can't remember who's next week. So uh i'll definitely put it out during the week to let you know what who we are in two weeks so we'll be back in two weeks for myself and miss kari miss kari roy thank you um thank for watching you. Talk. thank you so much